Good evening. So here we are again today with you on this Thursday on July 23rd, 2020. And bring, we bring to you a very, very interesting topic, timber, the most sustainable building material from JS Institute of Design. This is brought to you by Discover Design. Uh, let me give you a small background on what Discover Design is. This is a series of webinar um, conducted by the JS Institute of Design on discovering everything about design. What is design? What does it mean? What, does, what is the process? Whom does it benefit? Uh, what do we do with that? And we bring you into, give you a deeper insight into various aspects of design. Uh, some of it, of course, is really simple. It gives you a lot of um, uh, simple um, insight into what design does. But some of them are really deeper with subject knowledge. And we hope this is going to help you uh, discover the delight of design, whether you want to really be a part of it as a designer, as a person who is going to use design, or somebody who is going to talk about design. Uh, today, I have some very, very interesting conversation lined up with Bhavna Sharma. And before I really talk about Bhavna Sharma, I must um, talk about her more as a fantastic entrepreneur and an expert on timber. So welcome Bhavna uh, to this special edition. We really think today is going to be very special on this topic. Thank you, Nian. Thank you so much for having me here this evening. It's in fact, it's an honor to have a conversation with you and uh, because you have such an extensive experience of design education and practical learning. So it's actually my honor. Thank you so much sure. for having me. So let me um, uh, let you know a little bit more about Bhavna. She founded Archers in 2011. Um, uh, of course, being an entrepreneur, uh, being a very energetic uh, businesswoman, uh, she, I can say that perhaps Artyas is just 11 years old, but she's been in business for 18 years, building and running successful businesses in high technology. Now, I will leave it to her to explain a little bit more about that. Uh, but be, before that, she's been a graduate in communicative English with post-graduation in finance. So you can see where she's already heading with preparation for business. And she also is one of the promoters of Ideas Design Solutions, a technology firm providing design and manufacturing solutions to mechanical manufacturing industries in India. So uh, she, she, you can see that she did some vocational training of, in interior design. And since then, um, she has, once, she met, once she ventured on this business of fenestration, um, you will realize she's going to tell us about why she started on it, and what are the things that she knows about it. Uh, the only thing I can tell you about Bhavna is uh, when I met her at her factory, I was really impressed by the passion that she had for this material, the deep knowledge that she exhibited. And not only that, she really shared every small thing with us in very simple language to help us understand why timber is the material, the chosen material for her, um, and beyond that, uh, why it is, for, according to her, the most sustainable material in building uh, interiors. So welcome, Bhavna. Very quickly, my name is Nain Siao. 
I uh, am the head of design at GS Institute of Design. And I have, of course, many two more than two decades of experience in academics. Uh, more than that, I am an investigator and a learner, uh, digging deep always into any subject matter. And for the moment, it is design. So we are going to move on. But let me also uh, invite our participants today to ask as many questions as we go ahead with the subject. Uh, please put your questions in Q&A and we will be taking it up after Bhavna finishes talking with us. Um, we'll try to take up all your questions in this session today, but in case if we are not able to, just because we have so many questions to answer, we will come back to you and I have made Bhavna promise that she will answer each and every one of them even beyond this particular session. So once again, Bhavna, welcome. And um, let me ask you first, very simply, tell us, help us understand the raw material, because it just seems so, um, uh, it's so esoteric just because it comes from the nature around us. And we sometimes don't seem to really understand what that means. So help us understand what is timber and what does it mean? Does, is it the same wood log? And help us understand, give us a little more idea into that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, thanks, Neon, for the introduction. And I'll straight away uh, try and answer the question. I'll begin with that. So timber, uh, I think I would like to put it forward in a manner that I think you can, timber is a material you can fall in love with very easily. And not just once, you know, every time you learn anything about timber, you fall in love with it. And this learning can go on and on uh, throughout one's life. Uh, I think it's uh, God's own building material and that is how mother nature intended it to be that we guys build our homes out of timber mm -hmm. and surprisingly I mean it is very surprising to know that some of the species of trees you know that are built to that are tall structures can go as high as 100 to 130 meters so mm -hmm. actually they, they are supposed to be the nature skyscrapers um, so it may it may a little bit look like a philosophical explanation, but uh, even technically speaking, uh, if you try and understand the etymology of timber, how it evolved uh, its meaning. So in old English, actually timber used to mean a building or a structure, and mm -hmm. there was yeah, and there was a similar verb uh, called trim, timberan or timberian, which actually meant to. Build. So, you know, so right from timber being used to, um, I mean, explain as a building to a structure, then to a building material, and then simply as wood. I mean, uh, to put it across in the commercial market or segment, timber is actually any wood that is processed or sawn uh, in the form of planks or beams, which is further utilized by uh, any sort of industry. So technically speaking, yes, timber is any type of wood which is processed to further build any other product. Right. And timber and lumber and wood are today used interchangeably also. Okay. So, yeah, but, uh, but for layman, I think timber is, uh, as I explained, uh, a sawn piece of wood which, which goes to any other industry. Right. Uh, so in, uh, well, in our normal homes and perhaps in many of these, uh, you know, uh, where the role model kind of homes, you see 
you know, the wood being the furniture and the woodwork being talked about a lot. And, you know, it is pointed out to us, this is rosewood and this is uh, oak tree. Uh, well, I guess there are lots of names of timbers, uh, the mahogany or this is ebony. And, and well, how do you really identify it? Can, it, can we do it uh, just as uh, somebody who has been introduced to wood? Can I do it just by looking at it? Is there visual identification um, uh, ways that I can think of identifying one from the other? Yes, definitely. I mean, there are, uh, there are parameters and there are identification keys with the help of which you can try and understand which species it is. But because there are n number of species, you know, hundreds of species. So mm -hmm. even for experts, at times it is a little difficult to identify which species. But generically, you species, you can, if you are looking at the timber again and again or you work with those species it is easy for you to identify like for example some of the softwood species are lighter in color and oh. they would have very great kind of grains you know mm -hmm. for example like you know i have some here with me like if you can see this you know this is a pine wood uh, in the raw form uh, this is yellow cedar in the raw form mm -hmm. and you know this is basically western red cedar in the raw form so you will see there are certain distinct grains. Mm -hmm. you know, this is a little bit yellowish in color. This one is a little reddish in color. So some of these species would have very straight, straight kind of grains. Some would have flowery grains. So yes, uh, by the look of it, by the density of it, by the texture, the kind of grains are in particular direction. You know, yeah, you can basically try and find out which right. species. So I just came across a very interesting slide. Uh, can you can we go back one slide, uh, one slide, Tarika? Okay. So this I want you to explain to our participants what this natural carbon sink is. Really, what actually is wood? How is it made by nature? Yeah. So I think uh, I would like to start by saying when I said that it's God's own building deal. So you, it is interesting to find out that how this raw material is built you know mm. so um, uh, I think uh, we all know what photosynthesis is and you know the tree takes uh, the carbon dioxide the environment and it takes it uses sunlight as energy it uses water from the soil and then it keeps the carbon and gives the O2 back and makes it makes the food for itself so it is it is it is such a science it's such an interesting thing I think only God could make this kind of a raw material wherein when the raw material is being built, being, when it is growing, even in that time, you know, it is taking away the carbon. So the tree's body is carbon, carbon, you know, 50% of tree fiber is uh, wood is actually carbon. So it is taking that much of carbon from the environment and giving back, uh, you know, uh, oxygen back to the environment. So it is sort of a, it is sequestering carbon. So you will be surprised to know that one cubic meter of timber stores about one ton of carbon. So mm -hmm. while the tree is growing, it is taking away so much of carbon forever in a manner, unless it, you know, burns and or it gives back uh, to the environment. So it takes away that much of carbon, gives oxygen for, for you know, for uh, back to the atmosphere. So that is how it is growing. Um, so that is why it is it is sort of a carbon yeah. sink because it stores carbon. Right. And um, it is because it is it can easily be regrown. You know, you can plant trees. You can keep on planting trees. Well, that's the simple reason why it is uh, sustainable and infinitely renewable. You can keep on growing uh, timber uh, till the you want and keep on harvest and using it for various applications. 
So very quickly, I'm re hearing such good things about timber. I just want to know from you, what are the negative concerns about timber or wood? Okay, uh, before negatives, I would like to touch upon the positives once and then I would like to come to the negatives. Sure. Yeah. Okay, so I think the positives list is endless. I mean, I can go on uh, talking about the positives throughout the day. But yes, uh, very quickly, I would like to say that uh, one, I already mentioned that it is sustainable, it is infinitely renewable. But apart from that, uh, specifically talking about the architecture, interiors and home decor applications, you know, it, it, it offers remarkable aesthetics. So it is actually unmatched. So if you go, I mean, I heard um, a Canadian architect, I mean, a lot of people know him as a celebrated architect called Michael Green. Mm -hmm. I mean, said that I have uh, and I was so impressed by that statement you know so he said in the forums that when I design my buildings using steel I mean uh, if there's a steel column in a building I've never seen people hugging it but I've seen people hugging a timber column so it is such mm -hmm. a form and you know remarkable uh, material which has such great aesthetics that's a wide variety of species available for the designers to choose from so you know uh, it can match up to the design sensibilities of any architect or interior design so so they can really choose from wide variety uh, then uh, you know uh, there are so many other things because the way it is a lightweight material and still there's, there's it has very good tensile strength so you can really build very tall structures using timber it can probably take the similar kind of load what concrete can take of similar size of beam or column but the self is uh, around one sixth so it is such an interesting material to build with right. and then a lot of other great qualities like heat conductivity is low and you know it has uh, great acoustic properties and uh, it has in fact uh, very interestingly great uh, you know exceptional fire and earthquake resistance so mm -hmm. uh, so actually they are, they are the, the the list of positives is uh, huge but um, to answer your question what are the negatives yes yeah. uh, it's it sort of lost the charm in our country though it was used structurally also earlier i mean if you mm -hmm. see in the past there are very great structures done in timber in the past in our country but it slowly it lost the charm and i think one of the Nadka, major issues can you just go back a few slides please yeah yes one thank you thank you major, uh, major issue my slide. understanding uh, is actually unavailability of uh, all kind of timber species and unavailability of graded timber for example, when I started my company as a manufacturer, you know, I started with a hard, hardwood species, you know, teak. I started with working with teak because in India, people love teak and they want to see those. So I thought I don't have to maybe sell at least the wood because I was bringing in a very new technology as it is. So I thought maybe I'll, start, I'll also start working with, uh, you know, Burmese teak. But you won't believe it was uh, actually a nightmare uh, to build with timber which doesn't come from uh, an organized market which is not graded when i say graded i mean that if suppose i want timber planks which have no defects you know mm -hmm. so for me to achieve that for um, uh, for timber which is straight away processed by the log and given to me it is actually a nightmare so the uh, so the wastage was amounting to about 80% in spaces for us mm -hmm. so then slowly started working with uh, you know Canadian wood which comes from quite an organized market segment where the timber is graded so I think that is one of the negatives that in our country you know uh, graded timber is not uh, available but 
generically speaking what people what kind of issues people have been facing uh, uh the main issue which people face is expansion and contraction because mm. correct because uh, because timber is a natural material it breathes so yeah. it actually it tries to come in the equilibrium with the environment you know so if there is more moisture it will try to absorb it and it will uh, you know expand if there is less moisture it will release so you know so it will expand and contract depending upon the kind of surroundings it is in so and and, and if this happens and if somebody is making a door or a window out of it or any anything any any nice piece of furniture and if it bends and expands and contracts so it's a bit of a problem you know so that is a concern then there are other concerns like termites insects you know because there are some species which are prone to termite attacks then if the seasoning is not done properly it could be it could have a rot attack it could fungus could attack it so these are other issues uh, you know which are there and then you know polish getting chipped off uh, uh, during rains or uh, if there is expansion and contraction in the timber the timber coating gets damaged very quickly so these are some of the concerns which i think the industry faced and that is why maybe probably they moved to other materials which were uh, easy to work with uh, in a way but uh, i think yes so i'm of- very sure with all these problems you also have answers for many of these and so we'd like to hear about that perhaps for termites and then of course warping and the twisting that happens because of the moisture could you help us understand that yeah but uh, if i talk about termite first uh, or or i'll take it up because the slide shows the movement in the timber so uh, rts basically uh, so there are a lot of new age uh, materials which are available today new age technology which is available to today with the help of uh, which actually you know counter most of the problems i have mentioned mm-hmm. so uh, so the technology we use uh, which we started with is uh, actually known as glued lamination so this is a technology wherein timber is engineered okay so any kind of species can be engineered it could be a hardwood species it could be a softwood species but by engineering what i mean is um, i i'll probably take i'll show you what it is you know so can you see this piece of timber yes we can, uh, can yeah. yeah yeah so here if you see there are distinct multiple layers can you see the multiple layers um if it's in the slide uh, we can show it in the slide also can you move the slides ahead please yeah, right here yeah here it's easy i mean yeah i think you understand it much better so um glued lamination is a technology wherein timber is multi layered mm-hmm. okay so what happens is the movement in the uh, timber generally happens in the direction of the grains so if all the grains are in one direction so movement is going to be much more correct whereas in this particular uh, technique technology we basically multi layer the timber to thinner sections and each layer is seasoned separately you know versus the whole plank being seasoned together we are we season the layers separately and so it is much better seasoned uh, we can look at all the defects which are there when we cut them so we can remove all the defects for us because for our industry i mean for our product we don't need any defect in timber and then it is glued in a manner under pressure that the grain directions are opposite as you see in the uh, in the picture that the grain directions are opposite so this is this is a technology wherein you know it counters the movement so it self counters the movement so if each layer tends to go in one direction the other tends to go in the other direction so it balances the whole movement in timber 
so glue lamp with glue lamp we were able to achieve uh, that kind of stability that uh, you know expansion and contraction is almost negligible uh, i mean it is as simple as that we are able to offer lifetime guarantee on performance on our products and in case of a door or a window if it bends or expands or contracts you know the the door doesn't function so right. rts is able to i mean offer lifetime guarantees in the product so it is because of this technology and then when you glue laminate it of course you can achieve much longer spans so like in my factory i can do a 10 meter wide section so i can do uh, i mean and and in countries like canada people can go up to 100 meters also so right. you know you can really longer spans and when you are able to limit the expansion and contraction in timber you are actually increasing the life of the coating also because the right. coat gets damaged uh, because of the movement in the timber and then we use certain coatings which are like microporous it lets the wood breathe so 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 again the advantages are uh, too many and mostly we are able to counter all the issues which i had explained when i was explaining the concerns right um, so this is one of your joints in the fenestration yes uh, what are yes. you showing over here so this is particularly a section a window section so this shows the um, uh, this the frame and the sash so what you see at the bottom is the frame of the window and what you you know see on top is uh, the uh, the section of the sash so basically if you see it is both the sections are glued laminated so you see multiple layers of timber so i can show you if you and this is like this you know i don't know if i can show you yeah like this so this mm -hmm. is the way the joinery is you know so it is all cnc machined and on in the slots all the hardware and the glass and the you know insulation gaskets go in here which you see in this particular slide so you see the insulation gaskets you see the glass so what 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 i'm trying to show here is uh when we build with glue lamp we can actually do a window system so it's no more okay. a window but it's system so it is thermally insulated it is dust proof sound proof mm -hmm. so it's it's packed when it is locked you know it is absolutely packed and sealed so that is what are I'm you saying, saying uh, are you saying that the glue lamp which is used for your window system can be used in any environment in india let us say it's a hot desert climate like rajasthan and you can use a similar wood similar system in a cold place let's say the hills and do you does it hold good for both the kinds of climates yeah absolutely and that is what rts has been doing from last 9 years you know uh, because initial years were uh, i mean it was again a night for us because we were figuring out all these things what you're mentioning because mm -hmm. uh, the way glue lamp happens across the globe and uh, it it sometimes fail in our country so you are absolutely right um uh, there could be problems even in glue lamp if it is not engineered in a manner that it suits our indian weather conditions so we probably chose the uh, best species which could uh, um, you know handle uh, all these Uh, uh you know variations in all kind of temperatures so we use a specifically use a canadian wood species uh called yellow cedar alaskan yellow cedar and yes this particular species is termite resistant you know um, all insect resistant um, uh, and it is very good in outdoor performance so it it can really perform very well beat any kind of uh, situations so first of all it is the kind of species and then the way we do glue lamp 
So right. even the way to Bhutan is a little bit different and uh, it is done across the globe. And, uh, you know, we did it in a manner and we engineer it in a manner that it suits our uh, weather conditions. Right. Last time when we met, you also talked about termite treatments, uh, you know, should be really be kept to the minimum because it is it can be harmful to your health. Yes. Uh, I'd like you to just inform that because I would think our participants need to be informed about some of these things. Yes, so there are a lot of interesting facts about termites and wood, you know, not all timber species is food for termite. First of all, we need to understand that. So mm -hmm. there are certain species which, which termite doesn't like to eat. So if it is a great deal, if it is a great concern, if termite is a great concern, I would like to advise people to use the species which are naturally termite resistant. Because if you do any treatment, it's going to harm you and the environment as well. So we at RTS don't believe in doing many treatments. Rather, we believe in choosing the species which are naturally termite resistant. And then we further create barriers. So, for example, when we install a window system or when we install a beam or a column, we create, we, 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 we create natural barriers. So, you know, like we have PU foam all around our window system. We have silicon ropes all, all around our, uh, you know, window systems. Then we might have a metal plate at the bottom when we are making a, a post or a column. So, uh, so we work in these two philosophies. Either we choose the species which, are, which is absolutely termite resistant or we try and create natural barriers so that termite cannot cross. Right. Uh, Bhavna, you talked about window systems. I mean, uh, I'm very sure that we all have windows at home. There are a few types of windows that we are exposed to, but yours seem to really have some very sophisticated hardware applied to them. Uh, why don't you point it out to us? Yeah. So at RTS, we do, um, uh, you know, all kind of window and door systems, uh, probably which people have experienced in other materials like aluminum or, you know, other materials like aluminum or UPVC. So, we basically do all um, high quality systems in solid wood, I mean, in blue lamp timber. And we use very, not, I would not say very sophisticated, but we use hardware to do all kinds of systems. Like we do very large lift and slide doors. So lift and slide is a technology wherein when you unlock the door, it lifts up a little bit and it slides flawlessly. When you lock it, it sits down and absolutely compresses itself and seals itself. So all our window system are equipped with security seals, locking points, at, you know, locking at multiple points, gaskets all around. Mm -hmm. And all of this is possible because the timber is glued laminated, you know, mm -hmm. because otherwise if there is a movement in timber, you know, all this hardware either won't fit or it won't function, Correct. you know, because it's a, it's a product which is moving. So uh, yes, all our systems are, have inbuilt um, security systems and, you know, locking systems, caskets and even uh, you know we have incorporated like biometric locking system and then the screens the mosquito screens so anything right. which comes from rts will have an integrated bug mesh because in india we have a lot of mosquitoes so if you open the window you should be able to enjoy it and have the mesh around so yes and these are all types of applied to both doors and windows and what yes. would be the maximum heights that would can cater to oh i think the limitation would be glass and the hardware not the wood okay. so I have, I have done I have done even 14 feet high uh, doors and I've done 40 feet wide uh, glazing systems so I've seen all, all, all the limitation is either glass or the weight carrying capacity of the hardware you know not not timber 
perfect so let's let, let's have a look at some more of the slides because that gives a gives us an idea about the kind of uh, extensions yeah. that have been added in by artists um let's look at yeah so uh, this is basically a outward opening casement window uh, so this one opens outside so you only see the handle in the front you don't, mm -hmm. don't see any hardware this window is a tilt uh, yeah, so you don't see uh, any other hardware uh, this particular window is a tilt and turn window so it turns open inside and you can bring to it to a ventilation position because right. a lot of people have heard my client saying that Bhavna we want to sleep at night and we want the window to be left open so this is uh, the perfect window system for that kind of a requirement because you can tilt it to a ventilation position and you know there'll be a bug mesh which will go outside so even the mosquitoes and flies cannot come in so this is a dual mechanism kind of a system which will open turn in or uh, you know come to a ventilation position right so now I want to take you to another uh, product of interior, which is the beams and the posts. Uh, you know, in traditional homes, we have seen the span of the house being supported by the beam on the top. And one would think that that perhaps has to be the perfect piece of wood, which gets, uh, which is used for spanning. Whereas, uh, and then there are these posts which sort of keep the house up. Now, they, they, these, was, these are normally slightly smaller houses. But we have been seeing in the visuals and of course, even in some of the modern structures, posts and beams being of wood. Uh, can you help us understand that and tell us about some of the most exciting developments happening in this area? Yeah. So yes, uh, post and beam, that is what we do. So RTS uh, also does home post beam construction. And post beam construction was was being used in, the, in our country also earlier in the past, and now it is extensively used across the globe. So, okay. uh, but the advantage with glue lamp is that with glue lamp you can really make uh, you know beams and columns which are really long in their spans. Mm -hmm. You know, so you can because you can multi layer the timber, you can glue it, so you can you can you can create any kind of size. So limitation would be your machinery, what kind of machinery setup you have. Mm -hmm. So there are companies across the globe which can do, you know, uh, beams which are spanning like as I mentioned earlier, like 100 meters of span. Right. So you'd be surprised to know that using post and beam uh, glue lamp and using certain other materials like CLT, which is cross laminated timber, you know, people are making skyscrapers like, uh, so Japan is going to build a 70 story building uh, wow. all in and in Canada, uh, within the British Columbia, you know, university, uh, university of British Columbia, there was an 18 story building, which came up in nine weeks by nine people. All wow. In so I think that's uh, really great. Yeah. I think I have actually forgotten uh, to add in the poll questions, though these were prepared for uh, to ask the participants. So I'm going to ask the participants to take two poll questions together very quickly and uh, Bhavna will comment on this. Uh, what qualities matter for the wood that you use? And of course, um, you have already heard Bhavna say a lot of things, but I want you to make up your mind and tell us what should be the qualities that you would go for. And let's see what they have to say. Oh, these are very smart participants, I must say. <laughs> but typically, 
qualities of sustainability, lightweight and easy to use, seasoned and preserved. Uh, of course, probably you do as, whether as consumers or even as experts, we do know that this is the requirement of wood and which is now being fulfilled according to what Bhavna is talking about. So thank you for this first answer. It was a very smart answer. What do you think, Bhavna? I think the most important thing is sustainability. Okay. Uh, yes, I mean, the rest of them are also important, but uh, it is very important for us as designers or us as homemakers or whoever is you know responsible for building that particular space. It is very important to really know from where the timber is coming, you know, right. because like, like all, the entire timber which we use at RTS comes from properly managed forests. Right. So properly managed forests are forests where, you know, uh, much more trees will be planted than they are cut. You know, so there is a proper cycle uh, which is followed. So one tree, if it is cut today, maybe probably it will be cut 100 years later down the line. Right. So these more forests are, I mean, so there are certifications available. You know, so timber actually from organized market comes with a lot of certifications like an NFSC certification or a PFC certification, which means it is green to use this particular wood. So you, uh, in my opinion, you should not use wood, which is not coming from sustainable forces because then you're harming the environment. Right. So for that, that makes sense. So it's not just that we should be concerned about only the wood product once it comes off the tree. We should be concerned about right from the beginning, the whole management of timber growing and it's uh, probably the way it is preserved and regrown. Uh, I think so. All of us need to be very aware of the whole cycle. It's like a 360 degree cycle. Let's look at the next poll. Timber and timber products that are mostly used for doors and window frames um, is hardwood such as oak, poplar or walnut soft wood such as pine, fir or cypress, or glue lamb. I know it's a little technical because I would really, I, I mean, now that I've heard you, Bhavna, I know the answer, but um, uh, I'm sure our participants probably may have some other opinion. So let's say what they are going to look at. What are they going to be talking about? Okay. So they, they are suggesting that hardwood such as oak, poplar or walnut be used. Uh, probably it makes sense, softwoods are not really needed, but glue lamb is what Bhavna has been talking about. So Bhavna, would you give your opinion about what would be the difference between hardwood and glue lamb? See, if you specifically talk about India as of now, yes, hardwood is being used uh, by the, I mean, in the local industry to make doors and windows. Uh, but across the globe, if you see, I think mostly all the companies who do timber, window and door systems, they will only use glue lamp because hardwood will bend like anything, you know, so uh -huh. and it cannot, it cannot meet the present day needs because Previously in the past, we, we, we are, you know, used to seeing doors and windows in hardwood. I mean, mm -hmm. even in India, if you see, if you have an ancestral house, you will see hardwood was used to make a door or a window. But that time, a door or a window was very small. You know, it was not like a moving wall. So nowadays, mm -hmm. I've seen architects replacing the entire wall with the glazing. So, 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 so hardwood really cannot match uh, that kind of requirement. So it has glue 
plan if you have to do it in modern day. But yes, um, previously hardwoods were used for making doors and windows. Yeah, and yes, so we have heard the advantages of glue lamb, and that is catering to our new yeah. needs. Uh, let's look at so you can see these houses, huge spans of houses being built by wood. I uh, I'd like you to uh, please put on the video, which for me is really awesome. And let's see what yeah. that is. It's amazing to think the the wood which we sort of really feel okay there it is door slabs are also difference between a building made of wood uh, compared to the concrete uh, which normally traditionally would have been used uh, see if if the industry reaches this kind of volume what you see here in canada where this building is done i think even for this building cost difference was uh, i i don't think so more than you know 15 to 20 percent uh, but it has to have some considerable amount of volumes for the industry to be able to near that price. Correct. But today, uh, today in India, because uh, we are still trying to educate a lot of people to consider timber as the viable building material. So yeah. at this moment, it is more expensive as compared to concrete. Uh, but otherwise, if there is some respectable volume, I think it can match uh, the prices or maybe a little bit higher than concrete. Right. But, but lot of advantages in terms of the time it takes you know so if you look at the entire cost of ownership so i think it's going to be even less than what the, and then the Im environmental impact right. i mean if you look at everything uh, from the you know from a bird's eye view i think um, it is not expensive to use wood. so um reiterate if you have already probably done a little bit of talk on uh, 
uh, sustainability help us understand why do you say it is much more sustainable than probably the metal that we use in building or any other material why would you say that yeah see because you have you have to understand and if you look at any material you have to understand the you know cradle to end of life journey mm -hmm. so so as i explained when the trees are grown so they are already taking away lot of carbon from the environment mm -hmm. so in a way so they are taking so when the raw material is being made in in this case which is wood it is taking away lot of carbon uh from environment and then uh, so it is not using any other energy or fossil fuel so it is just using sunlight to grow right and then you know you uh, so and and then yes transportation is one cost but other than that even the wood machinery consumes very less energy as compared to any other metal so if you have to use i mean a material like metal or aluminum or so you have to first put a power power plant you know so it is so they are extremely extremely energy uh intensive uh, technologies and processes so where and timber is very easy to machine very easy to use and the machinery doesn't i mean and and it is not very energy intensive uh, manufacturing process um and then uh, when it the life is over i mean suppose you built a home out of wood or you built a door or window out of uh, wood i mean the waste i mean in a way it can again further go to any other industry so it's actually not a cradle to uh you know end of life but a cradle to cradle kind of a product where you know it it ends and then it can be used for any other application so if you understand the whole thing first of all it is green because it is taking away a lot of carbon and then if it is grown in a sustainable uh sustainably managed forest so basically if you cut one tree there they they are going to plant four more trees so tree while growing it is actually capturing the carbon and when the tree is fully grown it does not need that much of carbon so it is not that efficient in taking away the carbon and giving back the oxygen so right. if you cut you cut it and you plant four more trees or five more trees it is actually taking away the younger trees are going to do a much better job and they take away you know lot of carbon from, from the, the air yeah from the air from the atmosphere right. so at the whole cycle you know it is it is a natural resource but it can be regrown right so, it is infinitely renewable there is there is material which is which is so green when it is growing as a raw material you know it is consuming very less energy and even when the product has uh, is uh, you know ending its life it can go for the use and then you can simply keep on growing it so i think there is no other natural resource which is so which is infinitely renewable so you can keep cutting keep planting and you know use it forever so and i think that is that is why you know i i think that it is god's own building material and i think mother nature intended it that way so uh, i think you know mama i really think that's your baby and you're talking about it as passionately like any mother would but let me let me ask you this question about uh, the our indian industry scenario what is it like what do you think uh, is it developed to an extent by which a lot of designers can pick this material to to use in their designs or what more should be done if we are to start using it extensively uh, no i don't think so it is ready as yet to take care of uh, 
all the kind of needs our indian market can have i don't think so our own market can cater to it but yes today uh, i mean there are a lot of other countries which are which is actually exporting uh, timber so you know countries like canada the us um, even um, uh, latvia russia so australia so a lot of timber is uh, being imported today so in mm -hmm. terms of uh, yeah timber or the raw lumber yes i mean i i can say that now a uh, lot of wood is actually being imported but the industry as a whole is not matured and i think uh, and i think uh, a lot has to be done by people like you by the institutions that we need some institution which teach how uh, you know this technology should uh, how timber should be used modern way mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. so there is really scope of lot of institution which should be teaching um uh, you know that how this material should be used so more and more manufacturers have to start again building with timber again you know using solid wood as a raw material because lot of them who were initially working in you know timber they have maybe moved to other alternatives because it was very difficult to use timber you know right. because there were such concerns which we have already spoken about so so there is lot of education i think which is required, required. i think this has immense potential and uh, i mean right. I don't so let's now bring on the third poll question um let, and i'm sure that if you have been listening carefully to bhavna you will be able to answer this very easily which building material according to you helps in decreasing earth's carbon footprint timber brick or concrete so the issue is bhavna you did not talk about brick and concrete or its possibilities anyway let's see what the participants think they have been hearing about timber i'm sure they sort of perhaps no oh my god this is 100% you've really been successful in talking about timber but perhaps the participants already know a lot about it and i must give kudos to all our viewers today that's really smart of you and i do think if we have if we have uh, if our viewers today take back home some knowledge subject knowledge about this material you are going to make your decisions wisely at least i do think that's going to be a big help um i'm going to go on to now lot of questions for you and so let me begin with you can take a breather in the meantime 10 breaths and i'm going to start off with questions uh, let me see all right so um archie archie has a question for you how can we adopt timber as a building material considering it's a little costly how to use it to make our design eco friendly so her main concern is the cost and and of course she wants to make the design eco friendly so uh, can you help her yeah if the design if you have to make the design eco friendly first of all you have to be very conscious while choosing where the timber is coming from as i already mentioned so you've got to use timber which is like a certified timber which is like a green cert has which has a green certification and as far as the cost is concerned i think there are a lot of species of timber and not every species is very expensive 
there are certain species which are very warm which look very very beautiful and you know so and then you've got to use it more and more to make it a much more viable building material so in because terms of volume, if there is use then it is overall the market is going to make it much more viable in yes. terms of cost for you and i yes. do think that over the years as as bhavna has been pointing out that we need to look at the the management of the whole system for the raw material i mean if you are managing the forest well we have the sustainability factor involved with growing of the plants its uh, maturity and planting replanting again if we have the system in control i'm very sure timber is going to become a viable material overall whether cost wise or in terms of its quality use and its relevant aligned industries are going to perform to a more efficient level and uh, i would like so, to add one thing here because it's actually a very interesting question and lot of architects also ask me the same question and uh, you know one other way is to actually start using i mean if not completely it could be a hybrid kind of a construction where where where, where can you, where you marry two materials you know mm-hmm. so you can use it with stone with concrete with steel also so it's not uh, it's not that you when you're building a house or a structure it need not be entirely in timber you know so it can be so it can be really economized by lot of uh, methods like when we work with architects we try and figure out lot of methods in terms of calculations of the kind of sections we are using the kind of species using so we do lot of stuff wherein we use you know mix of species where the areas where we want to show which is like aesthetically should are very important where there we use some other species and the areas which are hidden we use other species so you can really mix manner of things to bring down the cost and you know that is also with so much of knowledge happening i must tell you bhavna we need to have a proper module on timber as a raw material to be studied in any anything i can anyone to come and visit my factory if somebody is interested seriously interested they can you can always uh, you That's know ask yeah. and we will we will take up that offer and we are going to invite a lot of students over and bring them over to your factory for a deeper and closer inspection of the wood here's a question from vipin which kind of wood is suitable for indian weather conditions very smart question is moisture content a factor considering uh, which is considered while selecting the right kind of wood uh see you have got to you've got to understand the application okay mm-hmm. which application you are going to use the timber for so if it is indoors like if you're going to use the timber for in an indoor application you know like for wall cladding or for making furniture so largely you can use uh, you know uh, any species it's not going to give you much of a problem as long as it is properly seasoned but mm. if the application is like outdoor you know mm. where it is exposed to uh, the like like for for example like a glazing system like a large window system which is exposed to all kind of weather conditions then you've got to be very very particular in choosing so you have you've got to see the timber which is durable against frost rot and fungus attack which is durable against termites you know which can withstand all kind of weather conditions so one of the species which i use which we use at rts is alaskan yellow cedar which we use for making doors and window systems mm. and we use another species called douglas fir for structural purposes right so you know, 
you've got to really see which application you're you're using it for and then the right methods to use it it has to be properly seasoned and you have to really let the wood breathe and circulate so there are ways and practices and methods with which you can ensure that you know the life of the timber is really long right so uh I'm sure, Vipin, you must have found some answer from what Bhavna has just mentioned. Uh, here's a question from Rosemary. Is bamboo classified under wood? Uh, and otherwise, she's asking what type of tim timber do you use? And I do know that you've answered quite a few times, but please do uh, yeah, let me know. It is a wood and in fact, a lot of construction is happening out of uh, bamboo in places where it is available and people are even doing tall structures using bamboo because it's right. it's it's like hardwood so you know yes it is considered as wood and i think this industry is also coming up quite well in northeast um, part of our country and, yeah and again what type of timber do you use would you like to name it in a list <laughs> yeah <laughs> At RTS, as I mentioned, because our product line is window and door systems, and we also do structures. So for windows and doors, we typically use Alaskan yellow cedar and another species, which is uh, American white oak, so which mm -hmm. comes from the US. So that is a hardwood species, and Alaskan yellow cedar is a softwood species. Mm -hmm. uh, but when we glue lamb it, you know, and, and but 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 you know, cedar is much more for outdoor applications. You okay. know, so we use the and for building structures, we largely use uh, Douglas fir for oh. structural purposes, for beams and columns. Thank you for, is the, I hope that was not a secret, but really thank you for that answer. Um, there's a question, a question from Pankaj. How is glue laminated wood different from Akoya? Okay. So Akoya uh, is basically a brand name um, uh, uh, you know, so it is a basically a brand name, and Akoya is 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 wood which is acetated pine. So pine, yeah. So pine wood goes through a lot of acidic processes, and in a way that is dead. You know, so mm -hmm. so that is Akoya, but it is able to uh, you know uh, counter the issue of expansion and contraction because it is not breathing anymore. So even with Akoya, you can do doors and windows and you can do structure, but it is quite different from glue lamb because glue lamb is still a natural breathing timber. You know, it is, it is as natural as solid wood. So, so mm -hmm. there is a huge difference between Akoya and glue lamb because Akoya is acetic pine, which is dead wood. And, you know, glue lamb is engineered wood, which is still breathing, but it does not expand and contract because the grain directions are opposite and it counters the movement. Right. And uh, Pankaj also continues to ask that apart from yellow cedar, is, um, is Meranti or oak also feasible? How many layers of wood is done by Arteus? Miranti, uh, I, we, I, I don't use for doors and windows and for this kind of application because it is not termite resistant at all. And it does not come from, uh, you know, organized market. So you don't get uh, graded timber. So that is the reason we don't use it and neither I suggest. Uh, yes, oak. We also use oak. I think you mentioned oak as well. Yeah. Yes, oak. Yes, oak, oak. American white oak we use uh, for doors and windows because, again, it is termite resistant and it is uh, from properly managed forests so mm -hmm. yes oak we do but miranti i would not like to uh, you know okay. recommend and what was the other part of the question and the layers of wood used uh, are done by rts okay 
so there are multiple uh, so there are so many variations so when we do a fixed window maybe there are three layers when we do a casement window there are four layers you know when we do a lift and slide door there are five six layers so it's very different for every kind of window section and as far as a beam or a column is concerned again you know it depends on the structural consultant that you know he decides the kind of uh, the size of the beams and columns so so it really depends on that on the size of the uh, beam in the column right uh thank you for that answer and there's a question from ankur how do you ensure the safety in construction so well ankur has seen those 14 floors being built uh what would be those safety features which are considered while building the construction uh safety, safety features and like how the construction is being done or fire resistance or what kind of like what is exactly yes so uh, well the question is just simply what are the safety features uh, ensures the safety uh, sorry he says fire safety how do you ensure fire safety i i misread that yes yes so fire is a, again a very very interesting subject because uh, uh, you know there is nothing first understand that there is nothing which is fire proof you know mm-hmm. so everything is fire rated and i and i and i mentioned initially that timber is has great fire resistance so now you understand i i okay i'll start by giving an example if you have tried to i mean have you ever tried taking a log i mean a, a a thick piece of timber and projecting it to fire so it takes lot of time for it to catch fire mm-hmm. so timber so what happens is and the fire spread rate is very well defined so we know depending upon the species that how much wood will be charred you know in 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 case of a 1 hour fire or a 2 hour fire uh, and so if a building has to be fire rated for 2 hours you know it will be the the glue lamp beam or column will be uh, thicker by that much of size and you got to understand that timber in case of timber it's unlike metal because if you have a steel beam or a column it will simply collapse in case of uh, fire but whereas timber will only char from all the sides so it doesn't it doesn't buckle or bend or collapse from the core so the loss of the material happens only by charring from all the four sides and this charred layer further acts as an insulator so basically if the source of the fire stops probably the fire will not go further so this charred layer itself acts as an insulator so that is one big big thing you know the the way naturally this material is and secondly whenever we have to design uh, it for particular fire rating so it is accordingly made that much of thicker from all around and there are other coatings also available for uh, the fire proof so, so there's a, a similar question about um, do you use uh, wood preservative to enhance the life of wood this is a question by anil no we any don't use it okay no at um, rtl is any preservatives because we are very careful about the kind of species we are we have chosen this can probably last more than the life of the building it is going in so suppose i am making a door and window and the building is for 100 150 years i think very easily uh, the life of windows are going to be more than the life of the building so i actually don't need to use any preservative correct <laughs> so well uh, we can take on the tucker correct <laughs> okay uh, question by richa how efficient is timber in providing thermal insulation with the same objective of sustainability 
how is mud as construction material? I mean, so I'm going to divide this question because it's a very long question. So Richa, we are going to first answer how efficient is timber in providing thermal insulation? I think it's a natural uh, insulator and uh, uh, it has uh, actually if in case of um, it has great resistance to rising temperature so in fact if, the, if there is more temperature it actually dries up and becomes stronger mm -hmm. you know so the timber is going to dry up and it becomes stronger so i think it's it's a natural and in fact if you see places like you know home theaters or where you need very good amount of insulation you know places like concert halls. Mm -hmm. So I think it is one of the favorite materials because right. it is a natural insulation. The acoustic right. so the next question by Richa is, uh, you know, sorry, I, I'm really rushing because your questions are, there are such fantastic questions and there's so many of them. We need another session for it, but I'm going to try to get into you, um, get across to you with these questions. With the same objective of sustainability, how much, how is mud? I mean, that is, you have to probably uh, give your opinion as construction material. Uh, mud structures are cooler and help to moderate the temperature. And uh, how would timber uh, perform in this respect? How would, tim I mean, mud is, I mean, as far as sustainability is concerned, yes, it is uh, a good material, but I don't think so. The kind of spans today we need um, in the modern architecture, uh, I don't think so. It will be able to cater to all kind of requirements. But yes, sustainability-wise, uh, it is uh, it is equally good. Okay. Um, okay, we go on to the next one. Mudita's question says, what are the advantage of, advantages of cross-laminated temper compared to glue lamb and solid wood? To what extent can we ignore the effect of moisture content when calculating stress and strain on timber joints? So very technical question. Um, Mudita, I'm very sure you're working with this. Did you get that, Bhavna? Yeah. So first of all, I think she asked... Uh, about the cross-laminated timber compared to glue lamp. Yeah. So cross-laminated timber is another technology. Mm -hmm. uh, wherein glue lamb as I explained uh, has multiple layers of timber glued together so typically glue lamb is used to make a beam or a column in construction mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. cross laminated timber and it is actually used to make boards white boards so you can really make walls and slabs out of CLT so CLT is done in a manner wherein you actually, you know, lay timber first adjacent to each other and then the another layer which is perpendicular to the layer beneath. So you actually make a board out of... Uh, and the applications are totally different because uh, glue generally used for, you know, beams and columns and, um, uh, and CLT is used for, you know, generally for walls and slabs. And, and moisture can content is concerned yes we have to be full about the moisture content because uh, otherwise you know if if there is variation in the moisture and co moisture content the wood can be under a lot of stress and it can you know again try it will try to again balance itself and you know um, expand or contract so it is very important to ensure that the timber is properly seasoned and uh, then these two technologies have totally different applications correct um 
So Soham has a question. Does glue lamp have deflection or buckling for longer spans of beams or columns since they are being the carrier of loads? So actually, yes, every material would have, uh, uh, um, you know, such concerns. But then when a building is designed, you know, it is designed keeping in mind the loading conditions. Mm -hmm. So, you know, so when we, do, I mean, it, and it is true for any structure, whether you use concrete or you use steel, it is, it is, it is the same way. So timber also has certain material properties and bases those properties. So now actually uh, this is very well documented, you know, all these things, the, the, how the load calculations are done, how the, so there are structural consultants whom we also consult because we are not designers or structural consultants. We are manufacturers. So when any architect designs a building, it goes to, a structural consultant who vets the building, who checks all the loads and everything. And then he gives us the sizes of beams mm. and columns connections. So, mm. so there are connectors also, which are used to join different beams and columns. And, you know, so, so basically um, uh, it is as safe as any other, or even safer as any other building material, like to put it that way. It's, it's nothing different, you know, uh, right. because you, actually get it structurally vetted and then you design it you build it accordingly right so i'm going to you know uh, just take two more questions though there are quite a few still lined up so as promised i'm going to send them to you and we would request you to please answer them but taking the last two questions um tanvi soham has asked do you think grains present present in timber tell about its quality the kind of grains or the number of grains, would that be the way you identify it or talk about its quality? Quality, but yes, the species. It, oh. can, it can tell you about the species. Like the softwood species, the grain are generally very light. I mean, the, and, and very straight grains. I mean, the color is light and the grains are straight. And if it is a hardwood species, you know, the, it, it's generally dark in shade and the grain could be cross-sectional, flowery or spiral, but it does not mean that it is low quality. Right. I don't, I don't think any wood species is low quality because any species can, you can be very well used, be used for some of the other applications. So. Right. Um, and, and Tanvi has a question other than yellow cedar. Is there any other species used in, in termite resistance? Yeah, as I said, uh, even oak is quite termite resistant and, uh, you know, even teak, what, what we traditionally use in India is uh, termite resistant species. So, and there are other species also, uh, which will have uh, like a percentage, you know, you know, so like cedar is, uh, cedar and oak have very good termite resistance. There'll be certain species and teak also has very good termite resistance. Some species which will have which won't have as much as these species have, but uh, you know, it, so if, if it is not an area which has too much of termite, you can look at other exploring other species as well. But I think to name a few uh, other species would be tea and American oak. Right, before we move on to our last question, um, I'd like to just uh, ask our participants to definitely take out some time and fill into uh, you know, a survey at the end of this uh, session. Uh, talking about short-term programs and uh, we'd like you to give us the feedback on short-term as well as 
we have, uh, as I've announced earlier as well, we have an ongoing admission happening at the JSID uh, where we take in admissions uh, in the next term. Our next term is going to start in August. We also have some fantastic scholarship for deserving students. We'd like you to take a. Uh, we'd like you to come and consider whatever uh, the curriculum and see the methods of pedagogy, which I'm very sure is going to help you understand the subject matter of interior design much more closely and with a lot of hands-on experience. Um, so before, uh, so one more question for you, Bhavna. Um, how climate responsive and long, long, sorry, let me just remove this. How climate responsive and long lasting do you think material like wood is? And given India has extreme weather, how does wood sustain this? Okay. So climate responsive, long lasting, uh, the Indian weather climate. I think I've already answered it partly in yes. my previous conversation. But uh, if you look at time, I mean, I can tell you there are temples in South in our country, which are like thousands of years. Yeah, true. Yeah. So, so palaces and temples. Palaces and temples like uh, Mysore Palace. Yes. Mysore Palace, Padmanapa Temple. So they were yes, done, you know. Correct, correct. Uh, so there are structures available not only in India, but across the globe, which were done maybe a centuries back. And, you know, so I think if you use the right species, right manner, engine it well, you can actually design it for the kind of life you want it to live. Right. Well, thank you, Bhavna. I know many times you reiterated some of the answers, but I think also because it is due to the deep interest of our participants. Uh, I, I really look at the quality of questions and I thank you participants for making this so much more worthwhile session for all of us. Uh, thank you. And I must say that Bhavna has been very kind to not only share this information, but if you would wish to uh, go to Archers to have a look at a lot of the work in close detail. Uh, she would be most happy to do so. And we would love to help you organize that because let me uh, inform you also that uh, there are some extremely fantastic scholarship uh, available for students, as I say, deserving students, of course, uh, for our next term, which is on hospitality. Those of you who are interested to consider, you know, understanding what the hospitality sector, the design for interiors in hospitality, uh, you are please welcome. Come and join us, come and meet us, find out about more about it, and we'd be happy to give you more information. But in the meantime, Bhavna, thank you. Uh, we do hope that we, in fact, are very interested to sh start a short-term program uh, on understanding timber as a material and and perhaps you of course would be one of our experts to come and give more information on that material but thank you so much thank you participants i look forward to meeting you again the in the next to next thursday so bye bye thank you so much and hearing me out and inviting me it was really my honor to be here this evening okay Bye-bye. Be safe. Take care, all of you.